Hello, welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to join your friends to get your gaming goodness each and every Monday. My name's Don Blight. Join me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobley. Hey, John. Excited to be here and excited to be living in the year of Pokemon Sleep. Me too. I'm, We're going to be sleeping forward. with Pokemon, you <laughs> Don't say it like that. It's the, it's the you saying, going to be sleeping with Pokemon, y'all. How do you spell y'all? Y apostrophe. A-L-L. It was a test. All right, you passed. Uh, I'll see you. Kira Marchant. Hi, everyone. I'm back. I left you in these beautiful people's cable hands last week. Um, And I thought, you know what? Dylan can just keep hosting the show. I won't, you know, I was going to. You missed out because I spent like half the show complaining about a game. So. (laughs) Would have been a good one. If you just want to hear me rant about. Honestly, I can't. I just ranted about Atomic Heart for like half that. When I was editing it. I was like, literally half the episode is just me complaining about that game. And I think I did that thing where I started, and I was like, I'll keep this short. <laughs> then, <laughs> Shit. Next level, let me just complain about everything. Anyway. Uh, on the show this week, talking about Kirby, talking about Yakuza a bit more. Sorry, Like a Dragon. Sorry. No, that's what it's called. Ishin. God damn it. What is oh my god. Uh, the Pokemon Direct and some article about the Olympics. Ash decided that. I did it last minute, but that's fine. Oh, um, I saw this. Oh no! Oh no! We don't. This. Oh, this is. Oh. oh no, no! I said I, I said I'll just react live. Oh, but I saw the okay. I saw the, the Tyler, but I haven't actually. <laughs> oh, no. Kieran hates it apparently. So I do. Um. So for yeah, Kirby quickly. I I have um. I'm, I've got to do the extra stuff, the epilogue stuff or whatever that's been added for. Um, so the, the original game was Kirby's Return to Dreamland, which was a Wii game released in 2010 or 11 or something like that. Um, and then this is a re the Nintendo's usual thing that they've been doing a lot of, mostly for Wii U games, where they're like, hey, this was a game that was cool that not enough people played, and now everyone owns the Switch, so we're just going to do like a nice little uh, remaster just of it. them again. The sell them to them again. Which, to me, I actually which is don't like mind. 20% of the <laughs> I, video game industry. Yeah, I... So. The thing is, I think it's funny. The Switch has like funded itself, and like a lot of its longevity so far, or how good its game library is, is going back and plucking the shit out of all of the the other consoles that other people just didn't get to, especially the Wii U. Like it's just been like plucking stuff off the Wii U, and it's been like, here, have it on the Switch. You probably didn't buy it because you didn't have that Fisher Price piece of crap. Um, but well, I mean, it was the Wii, at least not the Wii. It was the Wii. Wii. That's everybody had that. Everybody had it, but at the same time, everyone had it, but they only had it for Wii Sports, and they didn't buy any other games. That's true. Mario Kart, maybe. Hmm. The majority of people. I mean, even my family, my parents got a free one with their TV they brought at the time. I have no idea what the cross promotion there was, but (laughs) they never brought anything of it. They brought Mario. Got too many Wii's. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, I don't know what the go what the the go was there. Um. So there, I, I had to look up. I did a whole, you know, I looked up the Wikipedia article to, you know, um, Wicker Kirby. Actually, there's a website, Wicker Kirby, Wikirby. Wikipedia of Kirby was that big yeah. to have its own wiki. Kirby's massive. He's, Kirby like, is he one is of the, the strongest, most prolific franchises. No, sorry, strongest Nintendo character as proven by the Smash Bros. franchise. He's the star of the franchise, literally. Yeah. That's not a lie. How Kirby's is the star you know, of the franchise. You think you got him beat, and then he just floats back in. Yeah, you know, even though all he does is suck. 
But he does not in that way. Like he does he kicks suck, ass, though. but he sucks. He's not I don't think he's in the top characters of either of the main Smash Brothers. I think you're wrong. I think I think it's I, I don't think esports super fans who are nerds appreciate Kirby. But as far as Nintendo's concerned, Nintendo is like Kirby is the who who's in the main trailer for all these games? Who's in the trailer for that last Smash Bros. game? Who's the star of the, all those trailers? It's Kirby. Mario? Listen, no? everybody Incorrect. wants to see how Kirby is going to suck somebody up and then steal their look. You know, that's an important part of a new character reveal. You know? Kirby. We've discussed it before. He, like, <laughs> pumps out a game every single year, at least. So, two last year. One was free to play, year. one cost money, yes. He did. He no did. We we were in front of him. Apparently, last year was a game of the year contender. Yeah. True, the Kirby last year was great. And I feel like a lot of people are going to be picking up this because a lot of people probably played last year's game. Now, the problem, and this is straight away to the my main issue of the game, um, game's great. However, if you played Kirby, I can't remember the what it's called. Land. Forgotten Land, which is a 3D platformer, and you that was maybe what made you really like Kirby. You're coming back into this, you got a 2.5D um straightforward you know side-scrolling platforming game now it's a it's a really good game however i feel like a lot of people are gonna be like yeah i kind of like the 3d stuff which is fair anyway um i looked at yeah i did look up some differences so it visually looks a lot better um it's not just a hd upgrade it's very much like they've updated some of the character art styles they've um sort of i don't know what you would call it like they've it's like the characters all have harder lines, I guess. So they they sort of pop out a bit more from the 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 backgrounds and stuff like that. They just sort of it overall looks really really good. Um, I'm playing only in handheld, other than pl- plugging in for all of thirty seconds and going, "Cool, sorry, that looks okay on my t- TV." I'm just going to continue playing handheld. <laughs> um, it looks great on my OLED switch and everything like that, but. Um, They've added in some new stuff too. So there's some enemies in here that weren't in the original game that they've added in. They've also um, put in some copy abilities that weren't in the the game. I think one or uh, I think it was like two or three copy abilities that weren't in the the original game. So these are you know like enemies that you suck up and then you like Kirby steals their powers or steals all their abilities. Plus yeah. they've got these. I don't know what they officially call them in the game because obviously it doesn't really pop into it, but They've got these super powered up ones at times. So Kirby will suck up, say, there's like a power. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a it's like a wizard wand sort of thing that Kirby can suck up suck up. It's like a jester hat with a, a wand. And there's a normal version of it where like he'll he'll wave out the wand and it's sort of like a laser beam, like, like in front of him. So for instance, there's like a super powered version of that. And what they've changed when I looked up the old gameplay compared to what I've been playing is when you now do this super action version of it, um, it like freezes time and has this like whole attack animation that happens and it clears all the enemies on the screen and stuff. And it's just the added effect of like the enemies will come flying at the screen and they'll like sort of hit the glass of the switch, like imagining there's like a, like sort of that element of like comic booky sort of cartoony element of knocking the enemies all around as you're flying around. So there's definitely like a lot of slight differences in here, but then there's all this other new stuff, including like all the mini game stuff that's been um, revamped for this. Um, You've then got the, um, the festival that you can go to, to buy other abilities and stuff that's been revamped. And then the main thing, uh, which is Mag- Maglor, oh, I think that's how it's the character's name, who 
I, having known nothing about this game last time we talked about it, when they had the trailer for it and they announced that Magalore or whatever was going to have an epilogue, I was like, is this the bad guy? I don't know. Not the bad guy. In fact, is the character you're trying to help whose ship like crash lands and then you're trying to like help fix the ship so they can go back to their planet. So in the epilogue is where you play a different version of the game where it's you're like slowly earning back his powers for him and and stuff like that. So that's all brand new. So there's lots of new stuff here and then there's overall slight changes and stuff. It is a Kirby game, so it's not hard, but I don't really feel like that's ever a negative because they're, they're meant to be sort of fun. Like it's just charming, you know? The, the levels get slightly hard. I'm not going to say I don't die. I, I die because I just sort of go ham on the bosses sometimes. Like, you know, just be like, this game's so easy. I'll just stand here and then I'm like, oh shit, no. Actually, I do have to like sort of dodge some attacks here because I, <laughs> or else I will just like lose all my health. So, um, but it's definitely not like super hard. But it's, it's, I don't, I, sounds maybe to say like, not a kid's platformer, like a kid's like introduction, because it may be a little bit too hard for them, but it's definitely that sort of young age or like sort of old ages sort of thing. And like all the characters are fun and most of the worlds are really good. It's even got a water world, which isn't shit, which I think any game that does a platformer where the water world doesn't suck is a, uh, just a major plus considering usually they're the, the biggest banes of existence. But yeah, every time I find every time for our, the, my time playing it and you'd come across a new uh power or whatever for kirby to suck up it's always just so such a joy to see him turn into it and then discovering what little different animations he can do so for instance there's a like an umbrella one and i realized like if you jump you jump into the air and like spam the button that makes like kirby stay afloat and then let go and don't touch anything kirby will just like stuff like the umbrella on front and kirby will just start falling nicely to the to the ground of the umbrella um then there was the other one it's like a aqua power and i um so like when kirby goes under he's got like a snorkel on and everything but then if you come right to the surface of the water and don't touch anything to jump out of the water suddenly a like a little floaty device appears around him like there's all these like cute little extra animations and things built into the game that i've been having fun just seeing play out which is quite a lot of um adds enjoyment for someone like me who's easily abused i guess i don't know um yeah i'm really enjoying it. i just gotta play that another dim- dimension thing the maglore level epilogue thing um i'll probably end up around an eight or something like that i guess if check out my score but that should be posted next week at some stage as soon as i get done as long as this epilogue doesn't suck which i don't think it is because then i'd be like it's a big part of the selling point some people may argue like it's a bit dumb to have you do get to this whole thing of a major part of the new content you have to beat the game first but it's like i guess for story reasons so you can't really it's like saying the new a lot of the new content of like persona 5 royal was at the end of the game because you had to play through the game first so it's the same sort of like it's the same sort of thing and this definitely doesn't take anywhere near as long to play through as persona 5 so (laughs) so yeah what's that let us get into a little bit of news so firstly i want to run through uh the pokemon presents or direct or whatever they call it pokemon presents uh they had which was for pokemon day so they everyone knew there was obviously going to be something that was going to happen on pokemon day uh whether or not you were disappointed or not by this is going to vary on your 
what you care expectations. about. Expectations. <laughs> as well. Um, so I'll run through everything now and then we can sort of go back because there's not that much. And I don't feel like we're going to discuss everything. So uh, they started with the Pokemon World Championships and announced that where it's going to be held. It's going to be held in Japan for the first time ever, which is like, how's it not been held in Japan before? Uh, then they got Pokemon Trading Card Classic is a collection thing that's coming out. Uh, they showed a short teaser trailer for Netflix's Pokemon Concierge. Uh, announced that Zacian uh, is coming to Pokemon Unite. Pokemon Cafe Remix is adding a bunch of Pokemon. Pokemon Sleep officially got announced, and of course we'll be coming back to that in a moment. And then they announced the DLC uh, or the two expansions that will be coming to Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, which uh, are going to be spread out over the next... I don't know. It honestly seems like next six months, but they're coming out. They're both coming out this year, which is weird to me. But anyway, um, Ash... What yes. what stood out from all this to you, and what were your like? What how do you feel about watching it? Like, do you think it was like an exciting Pokemon Day event, or a bit of a like? Yeah, I mean, it was on at like midnight, so I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, not the optimal timing for a release, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was what we kind of expected to be. They were going the big thing was going to be the release of uh, Violet and Scarlet DLC, um. Mm which they did. They also had some fun other announcements, um, some cool, some interesting stuff in there. Like the classic trading card game set looks like something that will be worth money someday. So, uh, looks like something I want is what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like something I want. Um, yeah. I mean, fun stuff. It, just the usual stuff. They like have all the new stuff for all their mobile games. Um, of course, adding Pokemon sleep and then, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Gotta oh, love it. God love Pokemon. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Go plus 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 in yeah. ten years from now. Look forward to the Nintendo Switch Plus sometime in the future. Karen, what do you think of all this? Look, it's a Pokemon showcase. I'm not that big of a yeah. Pokemon fan, so yeah. it blew over. I read through it the next morning. Yeah. There was one 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 bit though that I was intrigued by. Mm. Is it Pokemon um, plus plus plus? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. I was. Con- I was wondering, right? Why isn't the Shield Pokemon being added to Pokemon Unite? It was just the the Sword <laughs> one, right? Like they just they knew the Shield one would be fucking terrible because it can't get through doorways because it has a shield in its chest. <laughs> and they've got there's a sword. no doors in Pokemon Unite, mate. There's a new doors map, and even if they could, you know what? It can't even get to the field because it can't get through the door to get to the field. You know, this is a whole, it's a whole thing. How how do you reckon they get in there, Ash? It's so skinny. It's it, you know, well, I mean, in the world, it, comparative I mean, it, to it, other Pokemon, it's reasonably small. I'm pretty sure it'd get through whatever doorways they would have there. I mean, the you know, trainers are following it, the, the Pokemon. You know, they're there. not going to give away the be, the better of the two legendaries. You know, they do. <laughs> wait. I feel like they. I feel like they're just yeah, definitely going to put it behind a paywall. Yeah. They could have put both in there, right? Like they could have done both at the same time, but they're they, like, yeah. you know, the other argument is they're saving the better one for later. Well, then no, but to play a devil's advocate. No, they're bringing people in with the sword one, and then eventually, I mean, like, if you for want- the game, I guess it makes more sense. You have you do these basic attacks. You have this dumb dog swinging it. Head across. I mean, you say dumb attacks. I'm, I'm watching this Pokemon Unite video going, that seems like a fucking massive AoE ability that Zacian yeah, has. Like, <laughs> it's like hitting like, three It looks Pokemon like you, you made Master Yi into a fucking dog yeah. Pokemon and just let go at it, son. 
Yeah. Like, so. he's going to be zip zapping everywhere. Like, oh, I don't. Look, let's. They, they know right. where the breath is buttered. But everything else, I think, yeah. I've heard, I, I guess, um, maybe from people who care about it, I, the only thing I read online was people thinking being fairly lukewarm on the presentation of the DLC for, for Scarlet and Violet. I think people were. I don't know, underwhelmed by it or just were expecting maybe a bit more or a bit of a bigger presentation for the DLC. Um, what, what, what do you, what did both of yours? From memory, we got a deeper look like a direct or something like closer to the release, which gave a bit more of a deep dive. Yeah. Um, the last, the last, the like one, initial yeah. reveal was very like basic facts okay. and like mm-hmm. very much like, like the initial trailer for, for Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, I will say for the second DLC, they never said anything about it other than the name up until very close to it releasing and they released a trailer and then everyone went, oh, that's what that's about. So, like, that's yeah. it. Yep, fair yeah. enough. Um, so on the, the DLC, I think they both look really cool. Um, I love... So in one of them, it basically seems like you're going to this... So how's it work? I can't remember what order it is. So the first one, first- you're, like, going to this... Um, this other school. No, um, no, no, that's the second School one. trip, like sorry, a, school trip. Like yeah. So f- first. first one's a school trip to his festival thing. Um, I love the art. I love all the sort of the Japanese inspirations and stuff that you can see in the, the art behind everything that's happening here. And then the second one, you're going to a uh, school Then you're going tra- on exchange, yeah. Exchange. I love this whole idea, playing with this, this exchange and the school trip. I love the continued school themes and all that sort of stuff. Um, I like how they said also, and again, they don't, they don't show a lot in this. It's just like a teaser trailer announcement trailer for both these, but they did say that there's going to be a through line story for both these, which the, the DLCs for Sword and Shield didn't have. They were just two sort of random areas. They had a little story in each, but there was no like connecting Except fabric for, the kid for any with of the them. sword head and the girl with the shield hair, whatever. Or was it yeah, two but they weren't yeah. even in, they were just in the, the main. Like, They're the, in the main game. Oh, yeah. well, the, the first one was yeah. The the first DLC was just like, hey, there's like a little cub Pokemon. Sorry, no, you gotta say it right. Like, Oi, Gov, there's this thing yeah, over here guy. you can go and do, mate. Yeah, they tried to do that English. guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they said the first one's coming out fall, <laughs> which is like what October, us like around that or whatever. Yeah, and they said the second one, October. August is, uh, through October, and then the, the second one they reckon comes out winter. So I read, I was reading someone else's theory online, which I would probably agree with, which is potentially that because of the issues and stuff they were having with Scarlet and Violet out of the gate, and they've worked really hard to fix those. Most a, new, a recent update, they even like lowered the amount of Pokemon that spawn on screen so they can improve the frame rate, which is a hot topic of discussion among people of. Hey, I it decreases the chances of you being able to get shiny because there's now less sh- Pokemon spawning on screen. To yeah. people also being like, I don't give a fuck. The game runs a lot better, <laughs> you know. Yes. Like there's this sort yeah. of this thing there. So people are saying that maybe they delayed the DLC because they wanted to get the base game just sort of a bit better before doing it. But because they're potentially now delaying part one, it means that part two is is probably going to come out just a couple months later, whereas there would have been a much bigger gap between the two of them. So either way, that's that's fine. I'm down to play both either way. So, um, flicking back through for a couple other things, yeah. So the, the trading guard, uh, trading card game classic thing looks fucking awesome. It's going to be expensive as all fuck, but I definitely want it. Um, Ash, what do you think of this Pokemon Concierge 
sort of thing where it's a stop motion TV show taking place at a Pokemon resort. Um, it's going to follow like but the Pokemon visiting it. Apparently, Psyduck's the main character. I don't know. Like, what do you what do you what do you think? Yeah. Of this one? Uh, it could be interesting, you know. Obviously, it's going to be a series of shorts, so I don't think it's obviously going to be like probably like most ten, fifteen minutes. Um, probably in the vein of something like a like maybe the I'm Groot shorts on all the Toy Story ones, or they were really good. All those over on Disney Plus. So yeah, they'll be fun in like little small doses. Um, yeah, I mean it's an interesting idea. Uh, you know, depending on what Pokemon we get to see, is it going to be a bunch of favorites? Uh, of course, having Psyduck there is fun, and like it'll be interesting to see all the anim- like Pokemon in this art style. Mm. That'll mm. be the key difference. Uh, but I do think this is a missed opportunity to like promote the anime that they've had for twenty five years coming to an end. Well, the Ash coming to an end. The era is coming to an end. Yeah. Um, they could have like teased what was coming next, or come do some kind of a tribute video, or yeah, uh, you know, it's something. Haven't they Go, already hey, been, like, guess what? You can stuff? watch all 25 seasons now on Netflix. Mm. Worldwide. Sorry, what was that, Karen? Haven't they already been teasing stuff about the final? Oh, like it's it's co- it's about to air or is airing the last few episodes in Japan at the moment. I can't remember how it works out. The only reason I think maybe they didn't do it in something like this is because the releases are different. So, like, you'll have them come out in Japan and then there's that gap between then and when it's dubbed and released in America. So maybe that's why they didn't want to, like, because it's meant to be a worldwide thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about the main thing of the show, Pokemon Sleep. So this is something, <laughs> this is something that they announced like ages ago as an idea. Now, I thought the trailer was at least adorable with these little Pokemon sleeping in your bed. The application itself and who it's for and why people play it is a whole different kettle of fish but i thought the the live action trailer and stuff with people falling asleep waking up pokemon i'm like oh that's kind of cute but so it honestly it does seem like one of these things where they've invested a lot of time and effort into this and they reached a point where there was no return. They're like, we're fucking committed now. Like, <laughs> we've got to make this a thing because we've, we've really gone down the rabbit hole. So it's a game and a app in which I guess you would use it as your main alarm and everything like that. It will track your sleep and tell you if you slept good, uh, if you sleep with your phone next to you, or with the Pokemon... Now- I don't understand. He puts it on his bedside table. How is this going to track as long as, this, as, as long as it can listen to your breathing yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it has to listen so to So it's breathing. listening to you all night yeah. long? Yep. Yeah. And yeah. like some of these apps, I don't know if this one will do it, but like some sleep apps will commonly like do recordings of you while you're sleeping yeah. to like- While you snore and stuff, yeah. Yeah, while you so snore. So I, you I have tried out some of these sleeping apps out of interest to see like how they work and stuff like that. And this is doesn't seem that different other than no. Pokemon. Like is is t- is tied okay. into it. You're so, not going to get people like people who want to play this to invest in like a smartwatch or something like that. Like even though it'd be yeah. really cool. Like I have a Google Pixel watch. Like if you if they had like a a version of this that uh, that you installed on the watch and stuff. Well, it does um, make me wonder. Like sh- that would like really make cool. a watch app. Like make an yes. app for the watch that. Yeah. Yeah, so that we'll see if that ties in. Even though, like not, the but, Google, you know, like I have the Fitbit software that already does that on the watch. 
Yeah. Um, just have a Pokemon version of them. Or just read that really data yeah. and transfer that data into the game. Yeah. yeah that'd know. be really you cute know. to have like a little, when you go to sleep, there's like a little Snorlax sleeping on your watch or something yeah. or a little like, uh, yeah, Pikachu or something. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Because as this is this is the the thing I think with this for for Pokemon Sleep, I want to know the amount of people because by Ash's reaction, he's never tried or looked into any of these mm-hmm. apps and has no care about like tracking his sleep or anything of, of interest, right? No, so I already gonna, know I don't get enough. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so there's going to be like a lot of people like Ash. Now my question is, are those people who are more like actual Pokemon fans, like you know? Ash watches these, but he's not at home playing Pokemon games, right? All, all day. But the people who are at home playing Pokemon games all day, who don't already use these apps, are they going to then download this because it's Pokemon? That's going to be the the tester. I'd now, be interested. So- I'd- Sorry, go for it. I was going to say, as someone like myself who's tried out these apps just out of interest and is a Pokemon fan, I'm easily going to at least give this a go just yeah. to to try it out. Like, I'm not the... But I don't know... Yeah, if... I don't know how they... I don't know where they're making money from it. I don't know how... It, you know, like, I don't... That's the part where I'm confused. It's not about making money. It's about doing good. That's what... No, it's data collection. <laughs> all, all, all it'll be, the way they make, would make money off this would be selling the, the sleep analysis data to... Or they have, like, uh, some sort of, you know, thing that you can get... You can catch two Pokemon if you watch an ad when you wake up or if you buy a token or something. It'd be like a really interesting tool to see if like parents use it for like helping That's what I'm thinking. sleep and yeah, stuff it's like, like that. Like that'd be really listen, cool. You better go sleep now, otherwise you're not gonna get a good Pokemon. I'm morning. gonna set this timer and this timer's gonna go up the alarm's gonna go off at six thirty, gonna be asleep all night in your own bed, or Snorlax is gonna wake up and he's gonna be grumpy and he's gonna eat you kid. I I gotta be completely honest, and this is one of those times where you gotta we gotta take your hat off and like think about being a, a kid again and not like judge these things as we are now adults if i was a kid i would have been all over this if my parents were like you we like if my parents were like here's a here's a game where you can mm-hmm. like raise up a little snorlax or like a pokemon and you get them you just got to go to sleep on time and sleep i i would have been i would have been all over this 100% all over this. If, yeah. if I would have been even more so, Pokemon Go Plus Plus, that little thing sleeping next to you with Pikachu's like, Pikachu, Pikachu. Fucking Christmas present. Come on. <laughs> That's I would have wanted it. I would have definitely yeah, wanted it, it. You can only catch some Pokemon where you're, you're taking a nap. So, you know, get, you know, you want the kids to go to sleep. <laughs> you want to catch us? You want to catch Pokemon? Time to go to bed. <laughs> Time to have a nap. <laughs> And you can drink, <laughs> do your do your chores around the house while the kids yeah. nap and to try and catch Pokemon. You know, well, I guess I don't know. I it's it's really it's a hard one because it's a hard thing to market and show or whatever. And it's it's a weird concept in itself. Like you just say the name Pokemon Sleep, and everyone goes, <laughs> like, oh, dumb, you just dumb because. Oh, this is, this is the company that's built its recent no, years yeah, off uh, Pokemon Go things, and yeah. being All active, and now you want people to stay in bed. Look, somebody at Nintendo <laughs> yeah. is just like, okay, guys, we need to monopolize. Okay, we've already done their walking habits. They're yeah. like walking around in the real world. Okay, what else do they do that takes them away from playing our Pokemon game that we want them to do and still be playing our Pokemon game? You need to Fucking monopolize sleep. this eight hours of day. Yeah, there's this eight hours here. It. They're not doing shit for us. We need to try and monetize that in some way. <laughs> so part of monetization 
Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Right. So a new device. This the second great name. Uh the second <laughs> that was sarcasm. The second uh official uh device that Pokemon's released that ties into Pokemon Go, but also of course this one's ties into Pokemon Sleep as well. So you buy it, it costs seventy nine ninety five Australian dollars from EB Games is where you can pre order it. It's a lot of money, obviously, for a, a little device like this. It's the price. It's more expensive than buying, like, the most recent Metroid game. It's more expensive than it's the same price as a Pokemon game itself. Uh, how you use it is for Pokemon Sleep, you can chuck it next to your, in your bed with you, in your pillow, whatever. That thing is gone little- if that's, if I put that in my, <laughs> that thing's just gone. I've rolled over in my sleep. I've kicked it. I have punched it at some point. The amount of times I've just like strap it down. <laughs> I have like fallen asleep with like my phone and I haven't plugged my phone in and it's just on been on the side of my bed and I wake up in the morning and I have to spend a good two, three minutes half asleep when I wake up looking for the fucking phone. Because <laughs> I have no clue where You it better is. be able to roll over and go, Hey Pikachu, where are you? And you see uh so yeah it put in it ties into pokemon sleep but it also ties into pokemon uh, pokemon go so you can um it's similar to other gotcha like devices where it'll uh spin stops for you while it's connected and all this stuff but the big selling point for this one for hardcore pokemon go players is it's uh you'll throw great balls and ultra balls whereas all the other devices at the moment the the automatic throwing is it'll only throw one pokeball at a, at a Pokemon, basic a, ass Pokeballs. Bro, basic ass Pokeballs, that's right. Um, so obviously I pre-ordered one because someone's going to be able to talk about this. <laughs> fucking thing another another takeaway <laughs> for the shelf, yep. Yeah, so someone's going to be able to go on it. Now, I, I, if I knew how to reach out to, or who I should reach out to, I will try and get one um, <laughs> and cancel that. Probably but Nintendo. It, yeah, it's uh, uh, Nintendo, no, I think I fucking don't know. Um, but yeah, obviously I want to give it a go. I want to try Pokemon Sleep for, and like, I feel like that'd be a fun thing to review. Like, it, <laughs> just, I spent a week with Pokemon Sleep. Here's, <laughs> here's if I cared about the Pokemon or not, like that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it was interesting to check Twitter, I guess, after, and you had people who've been like, I feel like the, you had the very sort of reaction of like, oh, that's sort of cute, but not for me to... Fucking <laughs> these monsters! <laughs> How dare they make this me stay up to watch this and fucking Pokemon sleep? Where's my remakes of Pokemon Emerald? You know, like the, the, yeah, so I sort of all over the place. So um, interesting Pokemon <laughs> uh, showcase so of it. That's for sure. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the article that Ash has put in here. So. It's from Kotaku. It says games the no, IOC... Change, change, change your article. Can, can, we play okay, can we play a game before you... you do, okay, you have to read read like the very first bit, but before it starts listing the the game topics, I think we could turn this... So I changed the article to one from Waypoint. Okay, okay. so fuck Kotaku is what you said. So we changed it to yep. Waypoint. It says the list I of I know official- Kieran's got a vendetta against Kotaku, so I mean, I changed... <laughs> the list of official Olympics esports games is extremely weird. Okay. Do you want to guess? Do you want to guess? The- a, yeah, guess what the game... Even if we give you the type of game and you have to guess what game has been chosen to represent that... All right, you read the article then, Ash, and you tell me when you want me to yeah, try and guess instead of me reading it. Do it that way. All right. Because I don't uh, I actually haven't looked at this yet. 
On Wednesday, the International Olympics Committee announced that the Olympics will be holding an official esports series this year. Qualifiers have already begun and cultivate in culminate in in live in person finals at the first ever Olympic esports week held in Singapore in late June. First glance, none of this is particularly surprising if you've been paying attention to the trajectory of esports in recent years. Esports have become increasingly popular and their inclusion in the Olympics has been delayed, uh, debated for a while. However, the obscure assortment of games chosen for the events are mind-boggling to anyone familiar with esports, which is a space led by games like League of Legends or Call of Duty and Overwatch. CSGO. CSGO. Pokemon Go. Apex. Pokemon <laughs> the kid in the early center, I, he was like, oh. <laughs> "So, how do, do you want to guess what the? Well, what what are they? In, they said they separated by first person shooter. Like, what are they fighting games? What's the? I think does the other one have? How are they doing it? Like, what's the? Is it just random yeah. games? What's the? Give me at least a hint. I just pull games out of my ass. They're here, sports like. games. Sports. Yeah, so, like sports actual games. sports. So FIFA. Actual sports. No, FIFA is not on the list. Okay. Um, AFL 23. <laughs> I no. wish. That'd be funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, NBA. No. Skate. No. That would be uh, good. NBL. No. Um, what other sport games do people play? <laughs> uh... Soccer football, uh, oh, Sean White snowboarding. That, that, there's one that's not, that's outlandish, but okay. One of the genres is racing, as in like motor racing. Okay, what is motocross. the game? What is the game that has been picked to display motor racing? Motocross. No. no. Gran Turismo. Yeah. Forza. Gran Turismo? Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's fine. It's the most okay. realistic. That's the most that's realistic like, yeah. one and the most that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I've, I've, I don't, I'm not that confused yet. All right, what's so so another another sport that's been picked: baseball. Yeah, yeah. MB, NBL, right, or whatever it's called. Is that it? No. What's it? What's the? What's the? MLB the show. MLB the show. That's it. Yep. Hit them up. Yeah. No, that's not it. Then what? There's no other game though, right? Is I thought that's just the one. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, the a few weeks ago there was that game that dropped on uh, the Switch? The dollar forty nine cents. Yeah, yeah, that's the official Olympic qualifying game. <laughs> uh, yeah, so other sports okay. include... There's no way you're going to guess any of the rest no, of these. There's a, no shot. I'm confused. Like, Okay, continue. Sorry. So you've got... They're doing archery. Okay, Wii Sports. No, it's a mobile game called Tic-Tac-Bow, which is a combination of archery... And tic-tac-toe. <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast for this section. What the fuck? Tick- Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Because you- could- Hold on. Because- Because a second ago, you hit me with Grand Turismo. Right? Yep. Yep. A sim. Yep. Racing sim game. Yeah. Okay? So I thought they were taking it serious. Now you're telling me that we got tic-tac-bow. Yep. Yes. For for a category about archery. Yes. Yep. Okay. So there we're doing chess. Yeah. Chess.com. Makes sense. That one that one's a pretty That's, that's that the one, one that um, is that the one all the streamers use? Yeah. That's the main chess okay. platform. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's fine. Yeah. 
So cycling is a yeah. sport, and it's Zwift, which it just looks like a peloton. You know, it people are doing it. It's racing you, on exercise bikes. Yeah, you find. Uh, it I mean, you're actually yeah. doing cycling at that point. Yep, yep. Yeah, but I mean, it's virtually like, cycling. You anyways, know, right? no rain or like wind resistance. That's the main difference. Yeah. There's definitely no drag. You know, you can't utilize drag in any way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> n- another sport included, dance. Yeah, just dance. Just dance. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. Best fireboard year. I'm ah true platform. No, uh, <laughs> 2019 on the Wii. Oh, we can only hope. <laughs> what is it? No, they haven't. Announced. No, there is literally. Okay. <laughs> they, it's just dance. It's just just That's, dance. They haven't said which version. Okay. They haven't said okay. anything. Okay. Okay. So then they've got sailing. Yeah. Which is uh, done with a big Legend of Zelda virtual. Wind Waker. <laughs> <laughs> a bit a, a sim game called Virtual Regatta. Which is like, okay. You know, pretty hardcore sim game. We've got Taekwondo. Um, is, Sifu. No. It's, uh, again, another hardcore sim called Virtual Taekwondo. And then they've got tennis. Yeah. Mario. No. If only. So reading again from the uh, Vice article, or Waypoint article. Uh, so Zwift and Virtual Regatta, virtual versions of cycling and sailing, respectively, are relatively popular translations of their respective sports. The same cannot be said for Tennis Clash, a mobile game produced by Wildlife Studios, a massive mobile developer, which has a reputation for intense pay-to-win microtransactions. Product reviews across various app stores cite sudden, unpredictable changes to game balance from update to update, which can be alleviated by spending more money on the game. The Olympics choosing to competitively legitimize the notoriously pay-to-win sports game, especially in the company of... Enthusiast products like Zwift, Virtual Regatta, and Virtual Taekwondo feels like an extremely odd decision. Are they sponsoring so, yeah. the van as well? Like, is that the. I don't know. By the way, I just looked up this Tic Tac Bow thing. Not on yeah. iOS. Really? Damn, got to be an Android user to go to the Olympics, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Literally. You know, Apple's. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, this is a weird list of games. Uh, yes. especially give like, I understand they're wanting to get into esports and like trying to catch the a crowd. Uh, but yeah, this is not it. <laughs> no, this is not it, Chief, as the kids say. Um, I'm very confused. Grand Turismo makes sense. Just Dance makes sense. Uh, nothing else. That they're the only two that I would get behind. I mean, the like the the hardcore enthusiast ones, like the Taekwondo and the sailing. That makes I, sense. Yeah, that, that because makes it sense. is. They they're going for sports games. Yeah. They don't but want like, they don't want League of Legends. They don't he, want Call of Duty. They don't my want problem. the here's my pro- Yeah, but here's the problem. They don't get it. Like straight yeah, away. They get, like that's they a, just they're like, the let's same. have esports in the Olympics and instead of grabbing all the actual esports games, the ones that people have been playing competitively for ten plus years or whatever, um, like a fucking super melee. smash bros melee or something you like that you don't think people have been playing virtual regatta for 10 plus no years? i don't not with I a don't. large audience not with a large no. the thing is right maybe the only thing i'd be curious about is if there would be if the olympics were worried about some kind of licensing issue or if it was simply just the fact that they didn't want these types of things being involved in them and, and they needed the this is a sport to be involved to get it i feel like licensing um 
It'll or is be... it because they're all incredibly violent games? That we're talking? Well, potentially. Are they though? But even like the Isn't league, it? even league, I wouldn't say league is violent. League's just like, it's, it's like, you're beating up a bunch of people shooting people with guns. It is, the thing is, right, it is, it is like cartoon, like it's just animated chess in a way. Like it is like. Yeah, I don't know what you think those, those? Chess, I don't know what you think those chess pieces do, but when they bounce on top of one another. They do not have special moves them. in any way. They, kill they do have special they do not moves. Pull, they do not pull off ultimates, you know. Yes, they do. Have How you seen many the queen? chess pieces can it? a horse take out? Have you seen how what happens to a pawn when it gets to the other side of the board? Mm. It could be fucking anything. It could just evolve mm. on the spot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, it I don't know why. It's skin apart, just... head to toe, and reforms itself like, as a rook. It's, well, it's, <laughs> uh, I don't know why. You just always pick a queen, so I don't know okay. why. But, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's going to be one queen. <laughs> but then again, it's like, okay, why isn't there like, and even if you don't want to choose FIFA because of a EA's FIFA problems at the moment, but also because of the licensing in FIFA, Pro Evolution Soccer or whatever the sh- that shit's called is still there. And mm. that is not licensed whatsoever. Like, well, it's got some licensing, mm. but not heaps. Um, I I just, I feel like there, you know, there could have been more of a tip. Just, or <sighs> listen, you've got a dedicated Olympics game. That you release every four years. Just make it that. <laughs> Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Or the the other one. I would prefer Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. That would be, be fun. It'd be funny. It would be funny. It's just, it's just a very strange situation for them where I get it. They are so fixated on it being a sport and, and the word sport being really important to like kind of justify its entry into the Olympics. And also I, I do get there is, say with games like League of Legends, the Olympic Committee would have to allow Riot to come in and run it as part of the Olympics because Riot wouldn't be just handing it over and being like, sure, you guys could just run that. Riot would want some kind of hand in it, some kind of control over it. Um, yeah. I, I, I Well, I'm, I don't know how any of the sports commissions like work with the Olympics. I, think, I don't think they do, though. Like, I, I think the Olympics just runs the game because nobody... Owns. Like I'm trying to like FIBA like runs f- international basketball, like yes, but I'm I don't sure think they, they have a major stake in the Olympics. As yeah, a, I doubt it, how though, it's right? Run. Because yeah. I don't know. It's we're talking about a sport's a sport. I, right? I personally don't understand. So if they went to write and said we want to put League of Legends in it, that's a massive platform for an esport. Like for, yes, for but then Wright turns around and goes, yes, we can, but we would like to run it and organize it ourselves in, a, in the middle of the Olympics. And I don't think the Olympics committee or the Olympics as a company would want that. They would be like, no, 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 we'll run it ourselves. We want advertisers and like... I don't think it matters about... Though. I, I think Riot would... like. It's the same thing as why Riot's got to franchising and why... The biggest, all the comps in are like LCS and LEC and, and, and all the, the tournaments are riot controlled. So many people have, like, so many companies now in esports have, like, centralized their esport so that they are the ones mainly controlling it. They'll sublet it out to broadcast companies to help them, but they are in control of it because of problems that do occur when they just let other organizers and other events use their. IP in their game as a as a running platform. I'm sure and they would want to be involved, but I don't know if they'd want full control. Also, it would be... I'd love to find out the... If they were to run a League of Legends, 
I'd love to find out a format because like Well they'll run like everything every other sport they would do qualifiers to get they would do qualifiers, it. but are but they going to do? Is it international team? Would have been national. Teams? It would be national teams. Like, it would be national that's teams. That's not the problem. That's not yeah. the problem. But like, is are all the games best of one, or are they best of three? Like, is is it just like where well, is it? That, is it, that's is it double elimination? They would have it, to decide that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like well, that kind of format is what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. The, we, you know, at the moment, there's this big thing about Valorant's just had its big uh, world event that riots run for the first time in Brazil this month, but it was single elimination. So teams mm. flew to Brazil to play one game of Valorant, and yeah. then if they lost, they were done. No, like, no. that was it. That's done. That's not on. No. Best of, uh, any major tournament in my mind for stuff like that is best of five, or best of three at minimum. Well, best of threes, or there's a group stage where you play everybody, and yeah. you get the opportunity to work. You're not... You're, yeah, you're, probably group. Like, I'm trying to think of... Like a lot be, of the team sport ones, they do do yes, groups like round uh, groups, yeah, tournament style, yeah, groups into a round of sixteen or whatever, and then you just yeah. but then it's like okay, is it single elimination? Then do you have winners bracket games? Group stages group is usually games? single. No, it's just straight up winner take all. Yeah, but yeah. well, group stages is is not single elimination. Like group stages is generally you play every team in your group once yeah, in the best of two. Once. And then, or once, or yeah, whatever. And then you go from there. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It'd just be interesting to see how they formatted it, how they ran it, how long it took. Um, yeah. Interesting. But um, hey, they're gonna have mobile phones to play tic tac toe. Um, if you are listening, if you're listening to this, um, we'll say this is a legitimate thing. I could highly guarantee. The amount of people that are already really good at tic tac bow in Australia, very small. So if you <laughs> don't have iOS, download that shit onto your Android right now. Start fucking practicing. You could get yourself a ticket to the Olympics. You know, you could hook yourself up. Like just you, you could know, do your country proud. You could. You could be. You could be wearing the green and gold at the Olympics. You could be walking out in the Olympic ceremony. Fucking Samsung in hand, waving <laughs> at the crowd, saying hi, everyone. Oh, man, can you imagine at the Olympics? Because I, I feel like they would, you know, they don't know, how to, no, like, they don't know how to take, like, a uh, screen share. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's, it's just, just be, a camera guy on your shoulder. Oh, that'd be bad. Watching your screen, yeah. That'd be bad. Ugh. <laughs> I, I did, as, a, as a spectator... I don't know how watching, like the cycling one is the weirdest one for me where I'm like, I don't understand how that's going to be fun to watch because. I don't understand how half the Olympics are fun to watch. (laughs) Well, no, the the beautiful thing about the Olympics is you, you, in a short amount of time, you become a, an expert Expert. on like meaningless, Mm. like one time sports Mm. that you're never going to watch again Mm. for like four years. Look at but this motherfucker with the shot like, put. I don't know how to shot put, mate. I did that in high school better than you. The amount of times you just like watching curling and you're like, sweep, just sweep. No, too much sweeping, too much sweeping. And it's, yeah, it's... Um, I've swept. I've swept. swept. They've overswept. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. He's burning out that one. Um, But yeah, no. I so yeah, it's it's a, then you're watching someone cycle and you're like, oh. Even then, right? Not cycling very hard. We, why the fuck isn't Rocket League on there? It's fucking a sport and it's a motorsport. You get a bunch of notes, and it looks really know. cool, yeah. and it's really easy and really fun to watch. And it's like I don't know, I I wish they had gotten like one of the big esports 
have all these fucking random tic-tac-bow fellas play that game. Uh, they did get one of the biggest esports, chess. I'll get chess is chess. That's chess is chess. <laughs> it's funny that I don't think there's chess like normal chess in the Olympics. Like, here's my question: Are they going to get like the bunch of like the chess masters and stuff? They're going to show up and like yeah, we're gonna roll, no, these, they would have we're gonna to, roll these people. They're gonna like they still have to. I presume we still have to qualify, but like Magnus Carlsen, yeah. like it'll be interesting to see who goes for America. Like it'll be, I reckon it'll Lud- be Ludwig should go. Ludwig, yeah. I I think he's fell. He's yeah, too busy like been looking for his car the last couple of days. No, they found it. They did find it. They did indeed yeah. find it. Um, like yeah, you know, I, I don't think so though. He's also just spent a lot of money on an esports team himself. So true. Uh, yeah. What's with all these streamers becoming um getting buying sports? I think Disguise him and Toast, Disguise Toast, no money in stream, him and yeah. him and Toast. Well, no, no, no. The thing is, there's too much money in streaming. <laughs> They've made so much money. Like Toast is like, man, this is just amongst money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pardon. They just don't know what to do with their money. They're like, well, well I'll just it's buy not a whole even don't know what to do with their money. But it's like, <laughs> what if I did something where I don't is, have to stream every single time? Yeah, I think for for both Toast and Ludwig, it's like, okay, how much content do I get out of this investment? As well as on top of it'd be cool to support esports because they both really enjoyed the esports that they're wanting to get into, um, both buying Valorant teams. They've both already got pre-built communities that they can kind of uh, activate and like put into as a supporting fan Which is base. fair because I get sick of saying, I don't want to name names because, <laughs> well, actually I could. But uh, there's the, some really big streamers and you'll see clips of them complaining about the quality of esports or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... And this is, you know, step up, my man. <laughs> and this is the investment. Like, put your you know, money where your mouth is. Think, yeah. Um, Lud becoming like co-owner of Moist Esports, and then um, putting disguise in two disguise, right? Disguise is yeah, disguise, disguise. Toast, disguise. Which I'm like, that is such a dope um, oh. team name, and the fact that they have all their like logos and stuff are in MS Paint because Toast is like the only employee, so he's running everything at the moment. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was definitely a lot more like I like I'm not big and I don't really watch Valorant, but I've always had a lot paid a lot I've more been, attention to offline TV. I've been watching it's basically a, a house of League of Legends people. So I've been watching so much Valorant the last like month because of Lock In and because of Disguised Toast team. Like it's actually kind of funny. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's esports as a general, and I think esports as a whole is an interesting one considering. Uh, you've got teams and uh, so like you know you've got big um, multi-millionaires who have previously invested in it who are currently bailing out on their teams you know you just had the mm. guard dump all of its employees and kind of just run for it or well, beyond the summit was- one of the biggest um, production companies for esports has just had to let go of all of its employees because it's just not viable anymore for what them. I would also hope is so all the old guard of esports owners and stuff have slowly like either we've known for ages that they were fuckheads or like have like sort of become out that they were fuckheads. Like there's that old guard mentality, especially because esports is still like a young sort of thing, whatever you want to call it. Um, that a lot of the old people still had that bro culture, that frat culture, um, sort of like surrounding a lot of the teams and stuff. And at least as far as I'm aware, like I, it's hard to speak for people because you only see them online. I, f- I feel like, I feel like for both at least Ludwig and Disguise Toast like running teams, I'm like, I don't really see like a frat boy bro culture. No, I think like, like, coming like from Ludwig either is, of them. So um like I, I recommend if people just want like news and like 
um, want to keep up with things going on in the gaming community and just random stuff. Sure, you've got your, your other bigger ones, but like uh, Lugwith's channel, Mogul Mail is like a really good, um, really well. Like he did a journalism degree in college anyway, so it's kind of his passion was journalism, so he does a lot of reporting. Um, but I, I think, yeah, both of them um, coming at it, I think, you know, Toast has been very forward with the fact that he's investing a million dollars into this team in the first two years and then we'll reevaluate and see how it's gone and what's going on with it and, and, and kind of how he could proceed. And um, I know like Ludwig has a very uh, forward thinking approach to how he's going to monetize it and how he's going to make it profitable for himself and his players. Um, you know, if you look at Ludwig's brand, he is a content creator, sure, but he has a bidet company that he sells swipe bidets and that's actually done really well. Um, he's invested in his um, production company. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's uh, off-brand is in, like kind of yeah, as a production yeah. company for streamers and content creators. He's got Mogul Moves, which he does all of his merch drops for himself as well as a whole bunch of other content creators. Like you look at the esports scene now and it isn't just you at your core you have your esports team but it's how you build an infrastructure around them to support it so 100 thieves it's been really interesting there's a podcast recently released on the 100 thieves channel for nade shot talking about the recent release of juvie and how they've used that energy drink to provide further financial support to 100 thieves as a company and kind of including everybody and involving everybody in that environment because you know they had layoffs this past year, but he he wants to build an environment where he can employ these people without having to worry about being at the whim of an esports or being at the problem that esports are currently facing, um, where they're just not getting the revenue and not getting the the turnover directly from their esports teams. Mm. I definitely feel like some of these people are investing more in something that's good for the gaming industry, even if you don't care about esports, mm-hmm. um, is better than just saving their millions for. Oh, I'll just save all my money. Like, no offense to XQC, but my dude just is hoarding money so that if he ever, like, g- becomes irrelevant, like, he could probably just live off his money for the rest of his life. He would be that mm. rich. So, but, like, what's he do with his money other than buy McDonald's and live in a filth below him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's... The, <laughs> there's there's definitely a difference I between... I will say, the, XQC, I feel, doesn't invest in his environment in terms of like where he lives and does live in fucking no and he buys cars he can't drive cool story squatters and he buys cars he can't drive (laughs) that's a whole thing i'm not getting into his (laughs) marital drama that's going on but like um the you know he he does move house regularly because of all the problems that he has with people finding his house and swatting him and all the other yeah which obviously isn't good but i'm also like just in comparison some of these people i know just like and like i can't even like blame them it is like a you know you never know when your 10 seconds of fame is going to end i guess but it is also i quite often think with a lot of big content creators and streamers because they're also so young they get so all this money and i just i'm like do you know well, what you should be doing with that? Is, like what you should be investing it in? Like what you should, you know what I mean? It's just like, it is that. It's a whole <laughs> other thing. And like, I guess uh, um, not to make this a Ludwig appreciation segment of the podcast, but like. It's uh, already Kai's, become that apparently. It's so. already come that. But Kai Sinat is already, is recently this week overcome his, uh, become like the most subscribed person on Twitch ever. Um, yeah. Crossing that 300,000 subscribers mark, which Ludwig did with his subathon last time. And he surpassed that. But the funny thing is, is that, and I don't know this for certain with Kai's, I haven't looked into it too much, 
Ludwig was always very forward-facing with how much money his subathon made and the money he paid to his moderators for all the work they did. As well, on top of that, he put majority, like a good portion of that money from the subathon went directly to charities. And he was very open and honest and um, very forward with that money. Whereas, you know, you've got Kai Sinat who I don't know what he's doing with the subathon money. And it's like, he's already doing well. So that subathon is, is that purely money for him? And, and what is he going to do? Um, I think yeah, in some definitely. ways... I, I, Kai... I know he has people on like his channel that I don't. Yes, there is. I'm not down look, with streaming. <laughs> streaming in general is in a very scary place with the moment, with the rise of Kick.com um, yeah, and fucking, everything that's bringing on, and the uh, look, fucking Aiden Ross How, is a whole. Since other, we got since we got down this road for a whole two seconds, and we're sort yeah, of like yeah, off yeah. video games. Yep. Do you know about this whole Kick thing? Ash, are you up to date? Like, That's where uh, all the shitty people are going, right? Yeah, yeah so pretty much. For people, much. people listening, so there's someone started another streaming thing called Kick, and a lot of the big streamers backed by quote backed unquote, by Stake.com, the gambling yeah. company. Yeah, back by and a lot. Basically, all this, the the streamers I personally wouldn't watch are moving there. Um, a lot of shitty ones, and the, I find it very fucking weird that a lot of their selling points is. That they can basically, they're like, yeah, fuck Twitch, I can do whatever I want here. Like, like the big thing that first week was stream the Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah, but like, that's not a Twitch thing. It's a Super Bowl. Like, they've got a copyright. It's a Twitch. Like the cut, the Twitch doesn't want you streaming the Super Bowl because you're not going to get in trouble. Twitch gets in trouble because they they're the company that's allowing you to do that. So they get the they get charged or whatever attacked by. Uh, the Super Bowl, like that, who, whatever the the company yeah, LLC by the is by them. Like, yeah. I'm like, uh, all these people, like, I seriously think a lot of them are, uh, they can't, they try and talk like super smart and whatever. Like, it, I'm just call that, like, Aiden Ross, right? The dude just talks all day and fucking likes to talk. People obviously think he's like super, like, think he's smarter than what he is. But I'm like, do you, like, the simplest things, I'm like, do you, do you just not understand how, like, copyright looks? And like, to be like, I can go to kick and do whatever I want. It's like, yeah, I guess until something until comes, until someone <laughs> comes for you, like, well, people already got copyright striked and banned on kick for streaming the super bowl and like things like streaming the recent jake paul versus tommy fury fight um, the fight yeah which is all copyrighted like it's something to do with the streaming service it's the <laughs> um the, the the spokesperson at the moment for kick.com is Trainwreck tv who started yeah. who was the kind of I don't know what his actual role is. He's a big is. gambling like, streamer, uh, another really outspoken streamer, sort of alpha male but type. He's <laughs> kind of led the charge with it because Kick has a 95% split with streamers. That any money they make yeah. on Kick, they get 95% compared to Twitch, which is at best 50 50. YouTube's at best, I think, is 60 40 or 70 30. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they're trying to push the charge there. Train at the same time has been like, even though he started on the road of, hey, we can pretty much be much wider, blah, 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 blah. He's still been like, wait, there is a TOS still. There's still a term of service that's going on. Which they've been making up as um, they're going along. <laughs> very <laughs> like, much making up as going on. You know, you've got Aiden Ross jumping over and watching porn on kick. Um, yeah, which, which was a whole thing because people like, thing. again... I don't... Again, I just don't think he gets it is the, is the thing. Because oh, no, people his, have rightfully said like... Is, he, he just doesn't is, get that uh, kids are watching. Like he's then showing porn the, to kids. It's not even that he doesn't get it. He is he is all on doesn't that uh, that Andrew Tate train. He is on that yeah, alpha yeah, male train. He is you know direct quotes of oh people won't get banned if they have like if they have pronouns in their profile and they've dyed their hair blue. 
and he says a whole bunch of disgusting, toxic shit like that. And um, there's a there's a thing that's been going around Twitter the last 24 hours of him like getting that kid to like attack or punch his sister's wall or whatever because they were a fan of Hassan or yeah yeah that was and, a whole and it thing is, I saw so. yeah and it's 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 gross so I think the the streaming space in general and and like kind of Twitch as a whole and and just streaming in general you know I don't love the world that has you know your Aiden Rosses like they call it the W streamer community like there's just a lot of very strange things happening right now that it, it, it just doesn't feel like a welcoming place a lot of the time. It feels like a very strange communities. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not the, the world of streaming and esports that I, I grew up to love. Um, really, it's very odd. Definitely very very odd. And I do, I personally don't see kick lasting. There's no there's no, no way. No. Like it's, each it's, week, each day, nearly there's something else. Like. Aiden Ross streams porn to potentially like minors, you know, and then it's like the streaming, all the copyright stuff. And then there's the him, like that thing with the, the other, per- like having that kid on stream, like punch a wall on his sister's door. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I, I'm like, this only goes so far. And I know yeah. that they think that they're like untouchable, I guess, but it is that element of, it's no different to the people who have usernames and comment sections being mean to people in YouTube comments. Yep. Like that, the anonymity thing, exactly like the internet's different to, yeah, anonymity to real life. So it's that whole, like, they're doing all this stuff and Ooh. being like, yeah, but it's online, so this stuff doesn't matter. I definitely feel like Kick's going to reach a stage where there's, like, definitely legal ramifications yeah. for and, what's and going is, on over there. The, the whole in general is, like, um, I was I can't remember where I was either reading or listening to this, but talking about a teacher's perspective, talking about how teachers are starting to hear about Andrew Tate. No, it was on Twitter. No, I remember. Yeah, no, no. It was talking about kids talking about Andrew Tate in in like classrooms and high school and like people looking up to Andrew Tate in these kind of impressionable years. Mm. And that to me is fucking scary. Mm. That is so goddamn scary. And I hope to God those teachers can help kids steer away from that and steer in the right direction because I I don't I don't want more especially men in this world who believe they are the center of attention they can treat women like property and treat them so poorly and shit I don't want people thinking that it's okay to to be a, a shitty human being and, and be selfish and be fucking horrible and it's th- these you know these people like Andrew Tate Aiden Ross uh, like train ranks like XUC in many ways it's it's they're so much more accessible for young people nowadays compared to you know your celebrities these people are online and live for 10 15 you know in xc's case 20 hours a day sometimes and a day every day and talking and every thought yeah to 12 year olds like (laughs) 100 percent and it's It is a, it is a scary environment that we that we currently live in in terms of that kind of stuff. Let's talk about one last thing before we wrap up this week. I want to get a Like a Dragon Ishin update from Ash because last week he had only played, I think, a few hours at the time. And um, we talked about it and obviously he said it was really good and he was enjoying it. We got the basic setup for the game and everything. Um, asked him briefly about it the other day and he was saying some wild stuff about where he's up to and how the, the story is progressing now. So do you want to give a, a week two update on Like a Dragon? Ishin. 
week two update. Uh, so I've joined the Shinjitsu. I can't remember the exact name of it. It's like so. There's a lot of Japanese history in this game, mm. and it seems like there's the emperor and the people who are loyal to the emperor, and then there's the shogun, uh, who's the head of the military, and there's all yep. the people who are who love the sh- loyal to the the shogun. shogun and yeah. it seems at the moment the shogun is running the show at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is is the most powerful in the timeline of the of the game. Yep. Uh, so you join one of the lower like affiliates of the shogun, <laughs> despite your family being from a line of loyalists to the emperor. Mm-hmm. So you're, you you join the enemy so you can find the killer who killed your f- adoptive father. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it very much. <laughs> so that's that's the idea you join and you become the third captain the captain of the third army of whatever uh so you get that's where the trooper thing comes in where it's got all the celebrity card things it's, ah, so you've got up to that you have, got have, i've gotten up to that i do have kenny oh yes it's it's, it's, it's okay. they just give you some buffs who else is in it austin yeah. creed was that the other no it's uh rahul cooley Oh, Rahul Kohli. Uh, yeah. And then it's like a bunch of like, other people. No yeah, no, it's Rahul Kohli, which is a very weird adolescent. Oh, dude's a gamer. Dude yeah, is a big gamer. gamer. He loves his dra- like a dragons. Hmm. So yeah, there's a the, the whole card. Yeah, it's very, very like you have squads, you know, and you they give you buffs during matches and then or fights. And then if you <laughs> win the fights, you can... Go in XP for these troopers who then give you bigger buffs later. Um, I don't know if it's because I got like the the special edition or whatever, but like all the like the Kenny and the Rahul Kohli stuff, they're like fully maxed up experience wise. I'm gonna, I'm gonna that. assume that's part of some code thing, probably. Like, yeah. Uh, so I mean, that takes a little bit of the fun out of it, but uh, it's pretty cool, I guess. You know, Kenny's move is like a one winged, it's called the one winged angel, but it, it's just like a massive slashing move, which I guess. Fits like the Sephiroth theme, yeah. um, Sephiroth. But like any Yakuza game, this game has like a bunch of mini games, <laughs> crazy sub stories. There is this lady in a section of town. She's like a she's her name is Sexy Madam. She wants she wants you to bring vegetables to her. Starts off with cucumber. She wants a carrot. What's an eggplant? What's she, what's she doing? These about? are very phallic type vegetables so yeah. far. She's very excited every time you bring her oh, a vegetable. Oh, oh. And as soon as you bring it to her, she runs off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> she's, still, she's very lonely because her husband's been away in the war. Oh, yeah, and, okay, you know, the vegetables you keep bringing very, make her very excited. So, um, yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting on plot. Uh, there's, yeah, there's all sorts of craziness. There was a section where uh, uh, in a, the shady part of town, someone is selling perfume. So this lady wanted very, very shady. Want, wanted you to get perfume. So, you know, you go get it. And the guy, the guy selling it, it's like, it, the thing about this perfume is it brainwashes men into loving you, loving whoever wears it. love potion. Love potion. So you test, the, you test it with the seller. And the seller is like really in love with you, <laughs> doing a lot of like graphic. On like, the seller, th- though, that's the- <laughs> he's doing a lot of uh, graphic hip thrusts. <laughs> and then 
he proceeds to chase you through town and you have to run away from him. Good times. Oh, yeah. Yakuza. It's this kind of stuff I've always been like morbidly curious about Yakuza. I remember like flicking on somebody's stream. I can't remember if it was like Moon Moon or Moist Critical. And he was doing a side quest for someone and he walked into this room and it was filled with like middle aged Japanese men dressed as babies crawling around yes, and pretending that was in Life to be Dragon. babies. That was great. That was, yeah, I remember that being like, there not is this like a dragon, the last like a dragon. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the like the OG, a dragon, not eight. the Ishin. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, that was a great mission, and then you you got you unlock those the baby as like a summon, right? Like yeah. yeah, as a summon, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but in this, I had a submission where you know you get invited to like check out a brothel, so I'm like, oh, why not? You know, <laughs> my dude, he's he's a lonely dude, hasn't had any had oh any company God. for a while. Why are you RPing? <laughs> You know, he hasn't been <laughs> like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be nice to this guy. I'll give him some, you know, I'd let him walk through his establishment, you know, and then he, it turns out it's a scam. It's a bunch of sumo wrestlers. <gasps> you sp- you know, they're the escorts. And then they go upset because you don't want to pay. So then you have to get into a fight with a bunch of sumo wrestlers. <laughs> Good times. Um, one thing I was I don't think I asked this last week, but like, so, because obviously, um, like a dragon eight or Yakuza eight or whatever, like a dragon, that was your first one, right? Yes. Yeah. I'd so, not played it. No, before that, yeah. So, how weird is it going from the RPG stuff as the first one you played to now one of the more typical Yakuza games where it's all action based combat? I mean, it's it still feels very similar actually because everything it's like it the game very much stops and then you go into an action sequence. Hmm. Or like it's like invisible walls like, and everything, right? It's like, no, it's like, uh, it's you like go into a arena. combat encounter. Yeah, there's yeah, an arena. Yeah, right? there's like a wall. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, um, call it like a Grand Theft Auto where you run around and stuff. Punch anyone and, and do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. So. But yeah, I'm enjoying the story unraveling and it's kind of a, the mystery and you're trying to figure out <laughs> just which stuff keeps happening to you. It's crazy. You know? And you can collect animals, you know? I just got a cat on my farm now because you got a f- I, I, kept, I kept cleaning Your it. Farm, farm. <laughs> yeah. So you you become friends with this priest, and he he he's trying to help this young woman who's uh whose parents died, and she had the, the landlord is trying to force her to sell her house. Uh, so you offer to pay for the house as long as you can stay there. there you so, get yeah, a farm. You, know, you get a farm, so you get crops. You can get chicken coop, and then you can get, you can uh, if you build up a friendship bond with these animals enough by doing different things. Like there's a cat that keeps falling into the water and becomes super dirty, so you can just keep taking the bath after cleaning it, and then eventually you take it home, <laughs> and it lives at your house, I guess. There's <laughs> uh, a wild it's very game. Japanese. <laughs> uh, what's your so the, yeah? I have a thing before we wrap up today. Last time, well, last week when we talked about it, you were saying it's sort of like, not that you didn't, uh, not that you disliked it, but it was just odd because you hadn't played a game like that before. But the whole uh, having to read subtitles because it's all in Japanese, it, it, do you yeah. reckon that, that has very much reached a point now? Because you're obviously s- describing all these things in heavy detail, like you're, you're heavily invested <laughs> in the, the narrative and everything. So it's not bothering you now, I take it. It's not a- no, no, no. It's just some, of, no, well, it's a lot of the like random stuff that people would it's say. It's the background the stuff you can't. That's the yeah. stuff you yeah. kind of miss, like yeah. especially at the start. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, once you get into it, it's like I don't feel like that's any different to like anime in general because there's always those little lines in a dub that you'll actually you'll you'll pick up in the background, but you'll miss in a in a sub. But you just accept, and it's the same sort of thing, I guess. You know, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and there's you know there's also the element of you have to pay attention during cutscenes and that kind of stuff. You can't quickly check. You can't open Twitter and yeah, got to get off your phone. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's helping you pay more attention to the game. Possibly. Or you just miss it and you check Twitter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I'll figure this out from context clues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That'll do it for this week's episode of Arcade Couch. It was a, it was a wild one. We, I didn't think we had much, and then we went down a whole separate rabbit hole there. Because the Impalink is fast. Yeah, it's, um, yeah the so old is, Olympics, so... <laughs> <laughs> went there uh, let's know any comments questions concerns or thoughts on anything we discussed this week either by tweeting at us explosionnetwork.com slash twitter or joining at discord explosionnetwork.com slash discord uh, if you like the episode or want to ex- support explosionnetwork.com at all you can do that by going to explosionnetwork.com slash support and next week same time same couch goodbye hey do you want to tell people you're going to be at the game expo this week I'll be at the game expo this week Kieran will be there Saturday I believe if yeah. you see me say hi Come, give us the watch. money for our Kofi. Like in you person, can though. give me dollar bills in person. <laughs> we'll Coins also, we'll also, um, if you come down to section eight C of the uh, Melbourne Exhibition Centre, we will be running the Olympic qualifiers for Australia's <laughs> Tic Tac Bow uh, team. So uh, come check us out. Give us, show us the app on your phone. Give us a whirl. We'll give you a rating. Show us your scores. Show us your scores, um, and we will we will put you forward if you de- are deemed successful for the Australian Olympic team. Everything Kieran just said is not actually true. We will be at the show, but we will not be conducting any Olympic qualifiers. We have no affiliation with the Olympics. It's <laughs> losing it. That <laughs> that's pretty good, right? That's pretty good, right? I, I feel like that's pretty good. <laughs> Get ready for when we do ad reads. <laughs>